and rules under the scrutiny of bosses and management one show breaks all the rules to deliver entertaining compelling and educated radio and stand above all the rest and this show isn't it are you ready for this it's the jojo and scotty's show after the show Enjoy! Hey man, what's happening? What's going on? About midnight last night, little guy comes in. My four and a half year old. I guess he wet the bed. He peed himself. He didn't oh. pee before he went to sleep. It right? happens sometimes. So I hear him come in, yeah. He was so. out drinking the night before? <laughs> Dude, I used to have friends that did that. Yeah. They drink so much, they pee in the sleep. I'm talking like in their college years. Oh, I got guys who are well into their 20s. Yeah. I got guys who would open up drawers and pee in their wives' uh, underwear drawer. Yeah. Like, just just complete disasters if they're out drinking. Like, last night's around midnight. You hear him come in. Usually, he just slides into bed. So, he comes, he snuggles up next to my wife, and my wife's like, oh. What happened? So he peed himself. Now, what I and here's do, the thing is, I'm is he, I'm guessing, and this is a kid's head, man. This is inside the you know their brain. They're still soaking wet. So what's he do? Climb into your bed? Right, right. Yeah, Just my wife still is like dirty and wet. Yeah, my wife is like, no, go change, go change your clothes. So she gets up. So now what I do is I want no parts of this. So I pretend to keep sleeping. So I let her deal with it. Is that selfish of me? No. Okay, that's what I thought. So I, Mom looking at him like, I got to be up in three and a half hours. Yeah. You get to sleep until six. I want no parts of any of this. Yeah, I uh, when my kids were little, uh, the, the deal was I was I was doing morning radio. So I was like, I, I have to get up and go to work. Like, sorry, yeah. but I got to get some sleep. I'll, I'll help out when I can, but I got I, 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 I got to get to work. Yeah, I even check out like 8, 830, man. It's kind of my checkout time. Like even my wife puts the kids down because I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's time for me just to relax, you know. I'm done. It is nice now because I can just send the little guy to bed. Like, all right, bud, time to wrap up for the night. You know, yeah. it's it's none of this, you know, having to, to, to go and, you know, make sure he's all wrapped up in bed and tucked in and read a book. Hey, hey bud, bedtime. Homework all done? Yep. All right, let's go. See ya. Yeah, my wife doesn't get that. Like, she still lays with him for like a. Uh, she'll, she'll end up falling well, asleep. You still have a little guy, right? Yeah, but you know what? Even when she's gone, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll lay on him for about two minutes. I'm like, all right, you guys are fine. You guys want to yeah. chat a little bit? That's what brothers do. They sleep in the same room. They go chat, but I want no. I'm done. I'm out. I'm going to sleep. You guys go to sleep whenever you fall asleep. That's what I go. All right, all right man. Let's go. All right, upstairs. And when I say upstairs, you know, it's all right. Can I get a bedtime snack? Go ahead. Show me it. Make sure he's not, you know, making a Sunday. And uh, that's it. Bedtime. Might even take baths by themselves now. It's like, yeah. hey, God, run the water. Go jump in the you know, bathtub. Come on. You're all done. Uh, you may want to check in on that. I don't know. Well, you know, I hear for the, I listen for the splashing. Yeah. 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 When like you don't laughing. hear them, you know there's a problem. Right, right. They've hit each other in the head and they both passed out in the yeah. bathtub. Yeah. Yeah. Like Whitney Houston. I was going to say, they pulled a Whitney. <laughs> Oh, it's uh, oh, White Trash Wednesday. We'll get into that. We'll find a ZXL Workforce Employee of the Day today as well. Yeah, I got tickets for Better Than Ezra, Collective Soul, and the greatest band ever, Tonic. They're coming to Atlantic City on Mischief Night over at Ocean. We'll hook you up with tickets coming we'll up. We'll take a short break. Come back, and we got headlines coming up in just a couple minutes. Don't go anywhere. Do it live. I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live. <laughs> 
fucking thing sucks. I'm Scotty. Good morning. Here's some news for you. New Jersey yesterday surpassed 1 million confirmed COVID-19 cases in the 18 months since the first positive test in the state with 1,857 newly confirmed cases and 37 more confirmed deaths. New Jersey's coronavirus rate of transmission dropped Tuesday below one for the first time in two weeks. New research from Pfizer says the company's COVID-19 vaccine is safe and effective for children. The company is now expected to request emergency use authorization, and doctors say it can come soon enough because the number of children being affected with COVID-19 continues to grow. Pfizer is expected to release data on its vaccine for children younger than five. And Moderna, their vaccine research on children will be close behind that. I like to know the kids that they've already tested it on. Where are those kids at? Where's, where's that room of uh, four-year-olds? They're like, yeah, you know what? Let's do a couple tests here, see what this vaccine does to them. I oh, love they're just fine. I'm done. Whatever. Yeah. You, wanna, you, you jab yeah. your kids with it, yeah. but, but, but whatever. Yeah. Who cares? I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if your kid gets gets COVID. I don't care if your kid doesn't get COVID. I don't care if you put a needle in his arm or her. I don't care if you don't. Uh, now, important news now, right? Enough with the COVID nonsense. DiGiorno Pizza brand has recalled 27,000 pounds of frozen pepperoni pizza. Now we're talking. Due to the pizza containing soy protein, a known allergen that was not declared on the pizza box label. This is coming from the Department of Agriculture's Food and Safety Inspection Service. The affected product is DiGiorno Crispy Pan Crust Pepperoni Pizza. The sell uh, by date on the carton is March 2022. The USDA advises consumers to throw the items away Return them to where you purchased. You mean I could get a pizza now that's going to be good till March 22? You throw it right in the freezer. And that's just a maybe date. <laughs> you could probably get it to 2024. Yeah, I like when the chicken gets to that smell. I'm like, you know what? If I put it in the air fryer for an extra five minutes, that smell's going to go away. It never gets like that if it's frozen. <laughs> that's the beauty of it. All right, DiGiorno. Come on. Don't let me down. And what is it? Soy pro? Oh, I'm not allergic to soy. So I could eat this. Uh, that's news. What about sports? Braves beat the Phils 2 1. Oh, Phils. Yeah, we got to get, oh, the, we gotta get it together here. I have a bet. I need them to be over 500 this year. Well, I believe if the Phils would have won that game, they still had the future in their hands. Now the Braves are going to have to lose games outside of the Phils. Uh, they do it again tonight, 7 20 start. Aaron Nola uh, will take the mound for the Phils. Listen to the game right here at ZXL. The Phils are now three and a half games back against the Braves. Manny Pacquiao, one of the greatest boxers of all time, announced his retirement yesterday, three months shy of his 43rd birthday. He is running for president of the Philippines. I like that. His slogan has to be, I'll fight for our country, right? Uh, yeah, That would be great, wouldn't it? Uh, ben Simmons, it came out yesterday that he's done playing with Joel Embiid. That's part of the reasons why he doesn't want to come back to the Sixers. He said it's due to style of play, not personal issues. This is the problem with the uh, NBA. He doesn't want to win a championship. He wants to be a star. Right. And he knows that he'll never be the star of the team if he continues to play with Joel Embiid. So what you're saying is a shot he plays with the Sixers this year. Okay. No. <laughs> no, he is absolutely out of Philadelphia. And I, honestly, with stuff like that, you want him gone. Yeah, they could bring him back. This guy's a cancer. He would be boob. Uh, now, my God, wait till he comes back. You know, with another team. Oh, my God. Uh, that's news. That sports brought to you by the original Fudge Kitchen with locations in Cape May, Wildwood, and Stone Harbor. You can visit them online at fudgekitchens.com. And by Comfort Now by Bob McAllister. Because you deserve Comfort Now, call Bob at 609-400-1005 or visit I Want Comfort Now. 
Rain.com. Uh, chance of rain today, high up to 71, clear tonight, overnight low of 50, tomorrow for your Thursday sunny, and high up to 70, 57 outside right now, 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's rock station, ZXL Morning Show. Do you remember I told you the story that my cousin got his mom, the 23andMe, for Christmas, and she found out that my grandma was sleeping around on my grandpa. Do you remember that yeah, story? Yeah, and that's not a crazy story. I, I've heard that happen to other people also. So uh, we always joke, you know, he's the uh, the worst cousin. You know, he treats his family the worst. So we thought it was kind of funny. He gets his mom this 23 and me, pretty much changes her life. Now she finds out that grandma, <laughs> whole family was yeah, ripped apart. Yeah, grandma was cheating on grandpa. And it's funny, man. I, I talk to my aunts and uncles, and they're like, yeah, we remember, like, like my grandpa would go play drums on Friday nights. And they remember, like, men coming in and just throwing it to grandma, right? So it was yeah. always out there. But you didn't know what, you know, somebody actually planted the seed in grandma yeah. until the 23 and me. So I get a call yesterday from another set of cousins, right? What's going on in your family? They got it done. Okay. All right. Their, their mom now is now the product of the guy that was cheating oh, with my grandma. Oh, wow. Yeah. So now we're running it down See, the list. See, this is the way things were done back in the day. Things like this happened. People cheated. Well, girls got pregnant under, you know, underage, their teenage years. And then it was just swept under the rug. Sure. You didn't the get parents, caught. The parents would hide the girl for nine months and then be like, oh, no, it's our kid. And the girl would go live her life. Um, you know, if, 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 a, if a woman got pregnant while having an affair, the husband had to raise the baby he knew wasn't his. And you never knew. Like, there weren't tests like now to, to test. And I don't know. He might have suspected something. But it was also embarrassment, back. too. Oh, sure, yeah. You know, that, that was the big thing, too. Now everyone... It, it, you know what would happen is if your aunt or, or uncle had an affair, you know, because I'm guessing this is what, 50s, 60s, this all went down? Oh, my probably? God, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. If there was Facebook back then, everyone would just put it out there. I can't believe my wife cheated yeah. on me. And they just post it <laughs> online so everyone could read about their chaotic life. Yeah, so they called me yesterday and said, yep, yeah. So uh, it turns out, Grandma, now... There was seven so hold kids. On. So grandma, grandma threw now it now to this other guy, and it's is the this same guy as the other. Is his great grandmother? This is my uh, my dad's mother. So your this dad's is my grandma. Mom. Yeah, yeah. So your dad's mom is throwing it around town. Yes. Yeah. And now we find out that uh, your aunt, who thinks that she was, you know, everyone in this family had the same mom and dad, we're finding out that there's splinters here, and her dad is now somebody completely different. Yeah, and now we're looking at the pictures. So there were seven. My dad had six you know, brothers and sisters, so there were seven of them all together. You think that there's seven different dads? <sighs> no. <laughs> we feel because four of them look just like one another, okay, and these right. two are definitely confirmed that they are the guy that Grandma was cheating on with, who, by the way, Grandpa was kind of a dummy anyway. He sends Grandma to Italy, right, yeah. on a boat to go to a wedding with this guy. Like, he was a yeah. close friend of the family. Like, well, what he was you supposed think- to be watching her, and they fell in love. What do you think was going to happen on that boat? This how happens on soap operas all the time. How long is the boat ride to Italy? i got to figure there's a few days in there where they could get juiced yeah. up a little bit and throw it to one another in the cabin. So what were you thinking there anyway, Grandpa? But, yeah, so uh, we're looking at the pictures now. Out yeah, of but seven I'm going to guess Grandpa sent my mom away because maybe Grandpa had something on the side also. Well, there, there might be that, too. And now, might... you're gonna, and now now you haven't even started to find kids on his side yet. No, no, which would be kind of interesting Yeah, yeah to see how it plays out there. I mean, he's out playing music on Friday nights, you know. There's not a couple groupies waiting for Grandpa to get off the drum kit, yeah. you know, to throw at the Grandpa. He can't wait for her to get on that boat to Italy. So looking at the pictures out of seven of them, we really, really do believe that four of them 
are this guy's, and only three of them are actually grandpa. Now, which see, I he, feel bad because grandpa worked so hard, man, to raise these kids. Like yeah. as far as money, like took them to the beach and everything else. Well, maybe it was. Maybe they had it, uh, a thing. Like that was their. They were just comfortable in their life, and they're like, "You do your thing, I'll do my thing." Now I've seen pictures. You know, grandpa was a much better shape than the big old grandma. Grandma, big, big girl. Grand, yeah, yeah. So well, even know. though the big big, honestly. She's getting around for a big girl. Good for her. Yeah, yeah. Now, I could say Grandpa probably could do better than Grandma, but, yeah, Grandma and Breast, uh, she definitely had it going on. Now, here's the problem that you go into, because a lot of these things you want to do for health reasons, like you want to know your, your your health history, and now your poor aunt's like, well, now I don't even know who my dad is. Sure, yeah. So, like, you know, what if he has cancer and heart <laughs> disease running through his family, and I have no idea. That's where it gets a little scary. Yeah. I want to do, I do want to do one, though. I want to do a little 23 of me. I Why told not? you, you know? my, my wife was shattered. She did it and found out that this South Philly Italian woman was more Irish than she was Italian. Oh, wow. And it, it destroyed my wife. Yeah, yeah. She couldn't believe that she was more uh, Irish than Italian. Yeah. Uh, look, we, uh, we get back. We'll uh, knock out some rock news. Uh, Three Doors Down. They're going to be your new favorite band in just about 15 seconds. Why? What are they doing They here? have canceled their shows in Raleigh and Atlanta due to COVID-19 related regulations. Good. Good for them. They should. Uh, they said uh, that uh, because Live Nation and AEG will require either full vaccination or proof of negative, negative COVID tests to enter the events, they are canceling those events. They released the statement saying, unfortunately, we would be canceling our shows in Raleigh and Atlanta due to the new regulations put in place since the announcement of these shows. Refunds will be issued at the point of purchase. We apologize for any and all inconveniences. We love you and hope to see you again soon. Back in 2017, Three Doors Down singer Brad Arnold defended his band's decision to perform at then-President-elect Donald Trump's Make America Great Again Welcome Celebration, saying, hey, man, it's just all about America. That's, I like that. Yeah. I know. I like these. I, I like some of these groups are fighting. Back put a your phone bit. down. I. You can order all of their records when the show's over. I just got them on my Spotify now. <laughs> I just saw <laughs> you just ordered a Three Doors Down T-shirt, and you ordered one for your entire family. Well, I have a white T-shirt on and a sharpie, so I'm going to make my own until I leave the show. I can't wait till you pull out of our parking lot here, windows down. You're just blaring some Three Doors Down. Just, this is the way it it's should. about America. It should be this way. I gotta get a vaccine. I gotta get vaccinated so I can come watch a show. Then I, w- I won't come watch your dumb show. Then uh, John Mellencamp and Bruce Springsteen. Really, a lot of people have called John Mellencamp his entire career a poor man Springsteen. I get that. Uh, they have collaborated on a new song called "Wasted Days." Now it's going to be on John Mellencamp's album, which is going to be released in 2022. Is he throwing John a, a, a bone by doing that? Maybe. How many summers still <laughs> now, who's that? Which one is that? That's, uh, that's Mellencamp. Is that Mellencamp trying to be Hold Bruce? Hold on. That's Springsteen. Who's it's very hard to tell. What's the point of having two guys on there if they sound the same? <laughs> they do oh, sound the same. <laughs> this is why Kenny Rogers did so many songs with Dolly Parton, because they sounded different. We watch our lives just fade away. If I was to record my voice and then sing over me recording, <laughs> this mean, is I what like, it would look. sound like. 
I like both guys. I like Mellencamp. I like Springsteen. What instrument is that? Uh, is that a violin? That's a, that's a, yeah, I think that's a fiddle. Oh. Maybe an accordion in there. So look, I, I like I like Mellencamp a whole lot. Uh, Springsteen gets on me with his politics, but his music is yeah fantastic. Yeah, more. I want more. How much sorrow is there? All right, so that's Springsteen. Yeah. Yeah. How many promises are worth the time? All right, but where does that get played? Here for yeah, I mean right now for twenty more seconds. There's no radio stations that are gonna start playing this. Yeah. Where does it live? It's just I don't know. You throw it on I guess on a CD somewhere. I mean I guess yeah I guess if you're a huge Springsteen or Mellencamp fan you just you download it. If I'm at a bar and they're doing karaoke right <laughs> and I have a blindfold on and I'm at the bar with my beer and I hear this I'm like this sounds like two schlubs trying to do karaoke. Well, it's I mean it is pretty cool because apparently the rumor started that they were working together. A couple months ago, Springsteen was in Bloomington, Indiana. That's where Mellencamp lives. Mm. And then Mellencamp, a couple weeks ago, was up in Monmouth County hanging out on the beach with Springsteen. Yeah, I like Mellencamp's music. I mean, this ain't no pink houses. No, no. Uh, There you go. Some rock news for you. 100.7 ZXL South Jersey's Rock Station. ZXL Morning Shot of White Trash Wednesday. I have it in my notes uh, that we'll get into it in trash uh, coming up in just a little bit. But On your sheet? Yeah, you know, uh, every day we have, I have uh, department head meetings. I have uh, headlines. Uh, the news department meets every morning before the show. We have a rock news department. <laughs> they meet before the show. We've got about and 14 we, people at work. And here. we have a trash department yeah. that meets before the uh, before the show. Uh, so I know we're going to uh, dabble into a little bit uh, into this, but I, I do want to talk about it because I've, I've loved this guy for like 15 years. Because I remember I, uh, I, I, it was like 2005 maybe when I found this guy, 2004. And it was I, I'd sit there in, in, uh, in my home. It was, it, was, uh, it was the first home I ever purchased. And I had like nothing, right? Like it's one of those things where I, like, I bought the house, but I had no, you know, no money for furniture or anything sure. like that. Oh, yeah. And uh, and I had a TV, and I found this show, and it was before, like, on demand. Like, you had to catch it. And I would watch reruns of this show, and his name was Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> and I would watch a show, and I, I'd tell my – she was my fiancé at the time, and then she became my wife, and then my ex-wife. Um, I, I would tell you, you got to watch this show. I can't even explain it to you. It's a guy with a mullet who looks very grizzled. Even 15 years ago, he looked very grizzled. And he has a wife with really large breasts and really long fingernails, and him and his family, they run a uh, like a bail bonds business, and they search for bad guys who run out on bail. It was one of these things where you don't They're even bounty be- hunters. You don't even believe it's true. Like first of all, you don't you can't believe like this little network of people and what they actually do, and it's yeah. a legit business. And then you add into the fact that he's not a regular looking guy. Like he looks like yeah. it looks like a joke, the whole yeah, thing. But exactly. they're doing would, a real business. He would wear like no shirt, like or like a like a button down shirt with none of the buttons buttoned. And he looked he looked like not he looked like every guy who lives in a trailer park. Now what what are the rules? Now he can't carry a, so a gun, least, right? So that was in Hawaii. I think that's a Hawaii. I think it's a state by state rule. Oh. So he couldn't carry a firearm yeah. when he would have to go. Because he would he would I mean he's a He's a bailsman, so uh, he would go and, and and put up the money for people's bail, and if they ran out on the bail, he would have to go collect them, right? And that was what his company did. And so, yeah, if they had to collect somebody, 
he could only use paintball guns. Right, right. Yeah, it was like and that was one of the weird things you had to get over when you watched his reality show. And it was kind of neat. Like it was him, and he's got like nine thousand kids. So it was him and all his kids. His, his main son is like that. The second in command was Leland, and and him and Leland would like run the company. And then his wife, who just passed away. Um, she would kind of like run the business side of it, and then him and Leland would go out and capture the bad guys. The business side, yeah. It was a legit operation they had going. People then would start calling up Dog because his show ran constantly. It was always, whatever channel it was, it would run all the time. And and it became hugely successful. So people started calling up Dog the Bounty Hunter and saying, hey, man, like— I live in Colorado, and I'm missing someone. Like, someone's missing. Like, a family member. Can you find them? Yeah, now he's become, like, the fall guy. And he guy. would fly to Colorado yeah. and search, and he would find these people. Yeah. So now he's involved. Fifteen years have gone by. He's had scandals. His show's been canceled, brought back on the air. He's now involved in this Gabby Petito case. It's fantastic. It's exactly what you want. So there's pictures of him knocking on the boyfriend's parents' front door. The police had to be called. So the parents of the boyfriend, right? If you don't know this Gabby case, is it Abby or Gabby? Uh, Gabby. Gabby. Gabby Patino. If, if you don't know the Gabby case, she's a girl. She was hiking with her boyfriend. She's dead. The boyfriend, very odd, never told anyone, just drove back home to Florida from what was like Wyoming. Yeah, she decided to stay. And uh, now he's on the run. The parents aren't talking. He never talked to police. It's a weird scenario. So now Dog the Bounty Hunter, is on, on, he, he now wants to get involved and, and find this kid and find the, the boyfriend. So he goes to the parents' house of the boyfriend, knocks on the front door. The police are called. The pictures are him signing autographs and taking sure. selfies with yeah. the police. Yeah, why not? Because if you're a 30, 35, 40-year-old cop, you grew up watching Dog the Bounty Hunter. You may have wanted to get in the law enforcement because of Dog the Bounty Hunter. So my buddy out in Colorado, he's a uh, he's a DJ, right? So he, he puts up on Facebook, uh, guess who's DJing a celebrity wedding, right? He doesn't say who. <laughs> it's Dog the Bounty Hunter. He it's got fantastic. married, I guess, two or three weeks ago. There's he, pictures of him yeah. and Dog, and you know they're cutting the cake so, and everything so else. So a Dog apparently does not live in Hawaii anymore, or maybe you know he splits time, but he's out in Colorado. His wife died a couple years ago of cancer, and he just got remarried. And so, yeah, so your buddy was DJing Dog's Wedding? Yeah, yeah he got a picture with him, and, uh, yeah, they're cutting the cake and doing, you know, the first dance. What was the wife's name? They... Beth. Beth was the She had huge, yeah. massive cans. Yeah, it was a big part of the show, yeah. The yeah. way the camera angle came in when she was sitting down at her desk, you know, you couldn't get away from him. And, uh, and so I, there is nothing more I want in life. Than for Dog the Bounty Hunter to solve this entire crime, and I guess he made enough money to live a comfortable life, like on the show. Because I don't, I don't know if there's a reward for this. I'd imagine he's, yes. There, right now, I think it's a fifty thousand dollars reward. But here's the thing: he he's made a lot of money off the reality show. But at the end of the day, he still runs a business. He still runs a bail bonds business. So I mean, it's still a very successful business. That's how they found him. He was running a very successful bail bonds business. And you know what his cred goes up to, man? If he's the one that solves his case, Dog the Bounty Hunter came yep. in. You just imagine. I mean, he already in the couple days that he's been on this case, yeah, he's done more than the police. Yeah, have. I, it's crazy, right? And imagine if you're the FBI, and Dog the Bounty Hunter ends up pulling this boyfriend out of a swamp of Florida. Yeah, and you have to sit there. And just bite your lip and be like, oh, yeah, we're just glad they, you know, we're glad he found them. Yeah, we didn't make him head of national security. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, if you're an FBI agent or you're at the local police department, it's got to be driving you nuts that now you have to deal with Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah, they're in a mountain, so we're in Alabama looking for this kid. <laughs> Dog's like, I don't know. I think I got him pinned 75 miles from the house. I mean, I don't know. And here's the other thing, too. Every time Dog gets, like, uh, you know, some type of, of evidence. Dog. Right? Yeah. He goes right to the press. And it's got to drive the cops and FBI nuts because he's like, ah, found out he was at a campground. The cops are probably like, we'll tell anybody. Well, yeah, yeah. Right now the kid's like, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's get out of this campground, I'll tell you Mom. what. The kid's not afraid of the cops or FBI. But now you know Dog the Bounty Hunter's on your tail. Yeah, it's fun. This kid may just give up. Yeah. If, if whatever <laughs> network he worked for, I would get those cameras going live you right now, to. dude. I want to see it all. There has to be some type of reality show component happening. Yeah, they got to be filming this. Yeah. I can't wait. I, I love Dog the Bounty Hunter. And we live in such a weird reality-based world that somehow TV now has crossed over into the real world. Yes, yes it has. It would be like if Mike Brady was actually the architect building your home. Right, right. Like, yeah, those two, they, they, they should, should never be never married, these connect, two. No. Never. Look, we get back. We'll do some headlines. it's covid or just the world today it's taught me to mind my own business i think it's taught everybody to like we used to be a people that would help one another if they needed it and i've got I, dude, yesterday i'm walking out of a home depot yeah and i see in the uh the handicapped parking spot there now years ago I'm, i probably would have helped out but now with covid and just how miserable people are i don't even bother covid has just become an excuse not to talk to people kind of like yeah. if you're yeah. if you're a hermit uh, and a recluse, COVID's the best thing that ever happened. Oh my God! Yeah, you mean I can I can stay inside my house and locked and away and, and no one's going to judge me? Yeah, and it's sure. absolutely normal. Yeah. So yesterday I see uh, an older man. He's in one of those little rascals, right? And I see his wife, and they're trying. She's going to try and pick him up and help him get into the car, like yeah. the little van, the side of the van. Oh, I could. I I'd, I'd walk so fast the the opposite direction. I wanted to. It pulled on my heart. I'm like, I really should go over there and say, listen. Let me help you get him into the sheet. They both have masks on. Yeah. We're in the world of COVID. They're older people. I don't know if they're vaccinated or how they feel about all this stuff. I'm like, because here's the I want to help, but I know that uh, I know I'm probably going to get a nasty look from them. And it's not their fault. It's just because everyone now judges everyone. Sure. Yeah. Now, I want to go over. I want to give this guy a hand. First of all, it could be the COVID thing. I could think I have COVID and the germs and everything else. You should go over and start coughing on them. Or I could even go over there and try and help. Now, listen, I'm not in the best of shape. What What if I slip and now the guy falls down on the yeah. ground? Now, I didn't help this guy. Now, now, to make it really uncomfortable, you should walk over to them, stand extremely close, don't help. And then when they finally look up and ask what you're doing, yeah. Say, I'm waiting for uh, you to finish up with that rascal so I can take it. <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> like, I've helped people get, like, I've helped women get, like, bags of stuff in sure. the back of their car, back of the truck, that stuff. Just like but, any, any, you know, you help a, an old lady reach up uh, to on a high shelf. Yeah, yeah. You know? Or remember the other day when I asked a woman what a... Um, a certain type of tomato look like, and she thought I was mugging her, and then right. literally screamed and ran away. Right. So that's where we yeah. are now. That's where guess, we are, especially was, with older people. Like, yeah. there's no trust from older people. I guess because they're constantly getting scammed. Like, what do you think I'm gonna do? Like, I would walk over there to help this guy. In her mind, I'm probably not just a kid or a guy who wants to go help them. I'm probably somebody who's trying to. I don't know what you think I'm going to steal from well, you. You think even, I have COVID? It's see when you now old people. I do feel very sensitive towards because even like a buddy of mine, right? Business owner, uh, well-educated, live life, 
he gets a letter in the mail and it says, hi, I'm a Canadian bank. Um, turns out that a long lost relative of yours died in Canada and left $9 million in a bank account. Uh, we've tracked you down. Uh, we need you to give us a call back so we can transfer the funds into your account. Good for now, him. Now, the guy I know who's well-educated, has a career, you know, uh, has lived a life, is smart. He looks at that, and we all have a good laugh. And he's like, all right, rolls it up, throws right, it away. Yeah, he goes, yeah. this, is, this is an absolutely, you know, it's a scam. But, I don't know, an 85-year-old woman who's maybe her husband was the one that dealt with all the bills and she never had to deal with this nonsense, you know, and he's not in the picture anymore gets this letter, and it says, oh, $9 million could be yours. All you have to do is send me $1,000 to yeah. transfer the money over yeah. across across uh, you know the border. They do it, and it breaks my heart. I watch these shows, man. We'll do these exposés on like companies that just keep taking money from old people, and I get so bummed out because I'm like, this letter that this guy could – we all read it, and we we're like, this is, this is a scam. Sure, you know, of course. Right? Yeah. It looked kind of legit, but you knew it was a scam. I don't know, man. An older an older person may look at that and go, "All right, this is it. I've worked all my life for this letter." And I actually go and send these people money to transfer the funds that are never going to be transferred. I was talking to a guy, man, his sister got duped into this. And she was like, I mean, she wasn't older, but she wasn't I mean, she was old enough to know better, and she got duped into like this online this love thing overseas yeah. and everything. And she's like she spent, That's another one, man. People she that are like, lonely. Yeah, she, she sent him like fifteen thousand dollars to find out she was getting it from the mom, and, and the guy's like, "I had to step in and shut all this stuff down." Now this is this is just dumb, but uh, I I know someone in the, that this happened to where they went to buy a car online, and if this ever happens, you got to be smart enough to know that this is a, a, a scam. The person selling the car said, "Oh, I, I don't take cash or check. You have to send it to me in gift cards." I like that. And yeah. the people did. Yeah. They sure. sent them like $3,000 in gift cards. Yeah. Guess who never got a car? Who? <laughs> the people who sent the gift cards. I like that because once you get a gift card, that's, that's it. it. That's, why they, yeah. that's why if they ever say, I want the payment in gift cards, yeah. it's a complete scam. Wow. Now, here, the original guy who got the letter about the $9 million in the Canadian bank. Now, I know there's a glimmer in his eye where he there's a part of him that does think that this could be legit. Oh, boy. So I just keep in his ear. And I'm like, you held on to it, right? Yeah. I go, what does it hurt to give the number a call? <laughs> I mean, really, that money could be sitting there, and it's yours. Yeah. And he has the most generic last name ever. And they're like, your last name is, is so unique that we found you. Yeah, you mean Bob <laughs> Smith? Exactly. <laughs> and, and I'm like, I don't know, man. You know, this might be a legit Canadian Dude, bank. Let's it, Google it. It's hitting on 100 hot girls in a night. Yeah. If you get one. Yeah. It's worth it. It's a win, man. That's a shame. I got a pair of tickets to go see Collective Soul, Better Than Ezra, and the greatest band in the history of the world. We'll trade you for gift cards. Tonic over at Ocean in Atlantic City. Collective Soul, Better Than Ezra, and Tonic at Ocean in Atlantic City. Mischief Night, October 30th, 609-677-1007. 609-677-1007 is the phone number. If you want to see Collective Soul, Better Than Ezra, and Tonic at Ocean in Atlantic City, dial up right now. 609-677-1007. We get back. We'll do some trash. Anything ragged or rotten or rusty. 
This ain't good. This Britney Spears thing's still happening, right? Now uh, they're trying to get her free. Hey, that documentary is up, isn't it? it, There's a bunch coming out. There's one on Hulu right now. There was one that came out like six months ago. I think there's another one CNN is doing. Actually, the one on Hulu right now might be the CNN one. And then I think HBO or Showtime or one of those channels is doing uh, a Britney Spears documentary. But this... It's, this is all about her dad being uh, her conservator and, uh, you know, pretty much running her life, making sure she doesn't she doesn't spend all her money or hurt herself. Yeah, because, most likely doing probably a good thing. Because uh, she had that meltdown in the mid-2000s and really hasn't bounced back from it. Uh, a judge is now, you know, her Britney's, it, it all goes down like this. Britney's dad has, has had enough. He's tired of his name being drugged through the mud, and he said, all right, I'm done. Now, now a judge has to decide: Do I put another conservator in there, or do I let Britney run her own life? You give her the money, and then you hire TV cameras to follow her everywhere she goes. So I guess now it's getting pretty bad. Their uh, Britney's lawyers said her dad was an alcoholic gambling addict. Oh my! Maybe he's not a good guy then. Oh, uh, but once again, this is coming from Britney's side. Of course, they don't—they're not going to like him because he was the babysitter yeah. for the last fifteen years. Now, also, um, Britney's lawyers are claiming that uh, the dad, Britney's dad, had bugged her bedroom so he knew what she was talking about. That's and a little creepy. Also, if she was manic, you know, if she wasn't making any sense, right, okay. you know, that kind of thing, he yeah. could take that and use that in court. Celine Dion, she's still kicking around, huh? She has a new documentary about her life and career. Uh, they started production on that. She said, I've been an open book with my fans, and I think uh, they're going to enjoy seeing a side of me maybe they've never seen before. So if you're excited about Celine Dion, she sold 250 million records. I don't know why I don't like her. I don't know if it comes in like the, the Kenny G thing. Like, we just don't we got like a them. Lot of, okay. But they were pretty legit. Like, Kenny G was a Kenny G was a great dude, flute player or whatever he played. But everybody hates him like Nickelback. Uh... Celine Dion, you know why, man? I think because for like a good 10-year run, you couldn't get away from her. Yeah, that Titanic She was all songs. over radio. Yeah. Like I'm I'm like that adult listening radio. Right. She was it. She would have like four or five songs play constantly. Yeah. Her and uh Shania Twain. If it was the late 90s, you would hear Celine Dion, Shania Twain or Faith Hill. Like Celine Dion, you couldn't do one song with a drummer. Uh Lori Laughlin. You know, that's Aunt Becky. She spent some time in jail because she tried to get her kid into college. Got street cred. uh, By uh, writing a check. Um, She now is getting back to work. She's going to return to an acting gig. She has a starring role on season two of When Hope Calls. That's a GAC Family Network television show. Uh, Laughlin will uh, reprise the role of Abigail Stanton whom she originally played in When Calls the Heart on the Hallmark Channel, when Hope Calls is a spinoff of that series. So uh, it looks like Aunt Becky's getting back to work. Dude, I am so excited about this. Dog the Bounty Hunter could actually solve the crime of this Abby girl, this Abby Petito. Yeah, how fun is this? Uh, so this guy, right, the ex-boyfriend uh, or the boyfriend, he uh, he's on the run, we think, or he's dead, we're not sure. Now Dog the Bounty Hunter is after him. And it seems like Dog the Bounty Hunter, in a couple days' work, 
has found more information out than the police have. Yeah, he said uh, it looks like he might be held up in a campground about 75 miles away so, from like well, the parents were. Uh, so what happened was the parents and, and the kid looked like they all went camping. They have video of the parents going to the campground with a third person. But the video of them leaving is only two people. All right, so dog is on it. And so, where was this for the po- the police? Couldn't figure yeah. this out. Isn't that what we Somehow want? Somehow, dog the bounty hunter with his paintball gun has figured this Dude, out. Don't we want? To, isn't this the way we want it to all yes. be wrapped up? We want dog uh-huh. the bounty hunter to have this kids in handcuffs and put them in the back of a car and then yeah. drive them to the police station. This is the way it should end. Uh, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Lindsay Lohan's mom, uh, she's gotten 18 days in jail for drunk driving. Uh, so not exactly the role model Lindsay needs in her What's life. What's up with Lindsay now? She's still working? Dude, she moved she to Greece. Anything? I think she just hangs out. Did she, move with a, did she marry a guy that beats her? No. Was that she a was dating guy? a guy, a Russian billionaire. Right. And I think she dropped him. But then she, um, she had an MTV reality show that popped on right about the time COVID started. And it was her starting a, a beach club in Greece. Okay, I remember that. Yeah, yeah she yeah. just kind of hangs out. She, I think she can just get paid by clubs to show up as Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. And I, she I just remember wait. the mom was all over. Like, she just wanted yeah, to be well, famous. The mom's going to be all over jail for 18, yeah. 18 days. Uh, Bam Margera had to be taken to rehab in a police car. I guess he had escaped the rehab facility in Florida, ended up at a hotel. Police came, had to take Bam Margera back to the rehab center. No, I want Dog the Bounty Hunter to find him, too. Uh, He is right now uh, suing the guys in Jackass uh, because uh, he said that they stole a lot of his ideas and they fired him from the set. Yeah, It's hard Uh, to sue from prison, isn't it? The guys from Jackass said, uh, yeah, we sued you because, uh, or we fired you. Because you've been, you're high and drunk constantly. No, I'm not. Where are you calling me from? The back of a police car? <laughs> yeah. And we'll wrap it up with this. Uh, it looks like The Bachelor has a new host. Jesse Palmer is replacing Chris Harrison, who was cut loose after his racism scandal. The move keeps it all in the family because Jesse is a former Bachelor himself. Yeah, this guy, man, was an old, he was a football player. But it's like if, if you're a good-looking quarterback, you don't have to make it in the NFL because you could yeah. do things other than the NFL. Do you remember when Aaron Rodgers' brother was a Bachelor? No. Yeah, it was a couple years ago, and that's you found out that Aaron Rodgers hates his family. Wow. Because the brother would tell all these secrets like, they keep a, a table, a seat open for Aaron at holiday dinners, <laughs> I do but he never this. shows yeah. up. <laughs> and so you got this glimpse inside of Aaron Rodgers' family life, and Aaron hates his family. Like I'm watching uh, College Game Day, and I'm looking, and I, I, I think it's Ryan. I think Ryan Leaf is one of them, and you got yeah. Brady Quinn, like all yeah. these good-looking guys, a Tim Tebow, Dude, they're and all Ryan Leaf, guys. Ryan Leaf has spent serious jail time. He's had he, he's he's going to jail for I think eighteen months was his longest sentence. He could be the biggest bust ever in the history of in the, the NFL. history of the NFL. But now he uses that as a motivational speaker, oh. and he's been on ESPN now for a couple years, and he's good. Yeah, there you go, some trash for you. White trash Wednesday, one hundred point seven ZXL South Jersey's Rock Station and the ZXL Morning Show. Breath of fresh air, and it was so nice, man. Because how many times have you dealt with your little guys? friends like little, other little kids and they come over to your house and they just rip the house apart right i hate and then them. you're left with yeah. the mess to clean yeah. up oh how about this real quick somebody wrote on my wall whoa dude somebody wrote on my and here's wall. the thing so now like this is now see that's gonna be hard 
because you didn't catch somebody red-handed. Right, right, so right. So now, right. now everyone's going to play the blame game. Your kid's not going to take no. the fall for it. I can't say a word, man. I can't say a word. Yeah. yeah. I got oh. to eat that one, dude. Yeah, yeah, how bad? There's nothing worse. There's, I mean, it's not anything, it's no, not anything it's, awful no. they wrote, no, was it? It's not like graffiti where they yeah. wrote spit everywhere. They, and, the, um, and so what they do, because I had that happen with cray. At least it was crayon, so I was able to wash it off. It was but just it a never, mark, yeah. It, it was, never really comes off, though. You, was, you always know it's there. It was like a, I don't know, man, just like a like a slash with a marker or whatever. Uh, I know it wasn't my kids. I know exactly who it was, but I can't, you're right. I can't accuse him. No, man. You know, little guy, uh, he, uh, he's he got some friends on the bus now. We have some new kids in the neighborhood. And um, so he asked. He goes, hey, man, do you care if uh, I have friends come over? And I said, no. And, and I, you know, we redid the whole garage to you know, be a whole rec room so kids could play. So he's like, we're going to trade wrestlers. And I said, fine, man. Little kid comes over. They're having a blast. They're out there. They're watching wrestling. They're trading wrestlers. Yeah. They're playing ping pong. You know, how good do our I kids wanted, have it, man? How every, good do they yeah, have it? It was everything I ever wanted this room to be used for. It was finally being used, right? Kids are playing in this rec room I built for them. And uh, so everything's going good. But, they're, I mean, they're being kids, so they're pulling everything out, right? Like all the the Nerf guns are getting pulled out. The wiffle ball bats are getting yeah, pulled out. Yeah, I know what you you're know, talking about. You know, the wrestlers are all over the place. So I'm thinking, all right. I'll give them till they're staying till six, about five forty-five. I'll do the hey guys, time to clean up. Yeah, right? wrap up, go home, dude. Let me tell you, it was so nice. The kid's uh, older brother rode his bike over to our house to tell the younger brother it's time to come home. Yeah, dude, the older brother, sixth grade, starts cleaning everything up, and I go out there, and I'm like, I'm like, hey, you know, introduce myself. And he said, uh, yeah, my mom and dad uh, always tell us that if we're at someone's house before we leave, we always leave it the way we, we saw it when we got here. Yeah, that's the way it should be. And I'm like, hey, man, thank you. I'm like, I appreciate that. I go, tell your mom and dad they're doing a good job. Because so many kids would have just left that mess and just gone home. There's no better feeling than when we're leaving somebody's house. And listen, our kids are the same way. They they wreck shop. And if you have a room and it's it's supposed to be wrecked, it gets wrecked. You know that's why they call it a wreck room, right? Sure, yeah. I like the ones where you just close the door. I love the people it, who are like, they, it's called the wreck room because they wreck it. No, it's called the wreck room because it's recreation. Yeah, no, this is because they wreck the, the hell <laughs> out of the room. Because they wreck, because kids just go in there. But that's not an excuse. I hate that. The kids are, well, that's the kids' room. They're allowed to rip it apart. No. Well, then put it back. Back no. together when they're done. Well, we've done that thing now where we had two bedrooms for the like. Now the little guy sleeps in with the other one, so we made that one into a playroom. But I love man when I'm leaving somebody's house, I say, "All right, kids, let's all let's clean this up." Yeah. And the parent says, "No, no, no, we got it." I was like, "All right, they got it. We offered, but they got it. They're yeah. going to clean up this." That's mess. like going for the bill, but you know you're not going to pay, but right. you still put the effort out to it's grab the exactly bill. Exactly what it is. But it, it was a fresh. It was a. It was. It was a, a breath of fresh air. When I it was a kid, sixth grade, man, that kid could just be like an a hole, almost teenager, right? Could have got Instead, up and just left. Yeah. That kid not only does a nice thing by coming over and getting his younger brother to say, "Hey, it's time to come home," yeah. but then sits there and helps them all clean up to make sure it looks exactly like it did when they got there. Yeah, my kids are pretty good at that, man. I do get from the neighbors. My kids are nice when they're over there and they do clean up, man. I looked at my kid and I was house. like, I was like, be more like them. <laughs> I was like, you see that? You see those two brothers cleaning up? Be more like them. Your kid's like, nah, nah. Dad got it. Yeah, no, Dad don't got it. I didn't make this mess. I wasn't out here playing Nerf guns. Nah, there is hope for the future, man. There are a few parents out there that actually care about their kids and really want to instill these good morals into them. So good for them. These good life lessons. And I was like, all right, yeah, man. I was like, I told these kids, I was like, you're allowed over whenever yeah, you want. Yeah. Now, now, you bring Riff Raff over, who's going to trash the house. <laughs> they're out of here. You guys are allowed over whenever you, I, whenever you want to come over. We have friends over, man, and I remember 
it, not only was there a mess in both of the rooms, yeah. it was toys all the way down the I catwalk can't. of our, and I'm like, I'm lo- like, I'm disgusted. I'm like, listen, I don't mind cleaning up a little bit of mess. I was like, your kids, because my kids don't do that, your kids just picked up stuff and just threw Dude, it for no God reason at all. My wife and I are like-minded, and we're like, toys belong in a kid's bedroom. Yeah. They don't belong in our family room. They don't belong in an office. They don't belong in a kitchen. They don't belong in a hallway. Kids' toys belong in that kid's room Before and we- organized in that kid's room. And my wife is like-minded like that. You just don't. I've walked in the houses where kids have just taken over. And I go, I don't want to live in a house where kids have taken over. It's like Lord of the Flies. My buddy had a beautiful house, has a beautiful house, and half of his living room was toys. Yeah, I was like, no, I, uh, I can't sit in your living room and have an adult discussion when there's a Lego table next to me, dude. Get dude, it even, out of there. Even, and when we had kids, I was very adamant about that. I said, there's going to be no toys where we are, and we have a few toys, in like a, but they're in a box and put away, and man. And, dude, even, even my, my stepdaughter has a little guy who's now almost nine months old. I said, look. You're going to be staying with us? Baby toys yeah. will not be all over the it house. It ain't his house. No. It, it, uh-uh. it, and I go and I go you're going to you're going to see this when you yeah. get your own place that you're not going to want baby stuff all over the place cuz it's I don't want I, I don't want baby no, stuff all over my house. No. I hope you put tarps over the high chair and the bassinet and, and everything. And I think everything. she sees it now. I think she sees like, "Wow, okay." Cuz you go to people's houses who have babies and it's just everywhere. Yeah, it's like, there's, yeah. there's pack and plays and bouncers and everything right. like that. And, and you know, then you see, oh, like, it doesn't have to be like that. No, it doesn't have yeah. to be like that. Yeah, because it's your house. Yeah. You make the decision. You're the adult. Yeah. Oh, the, the worst is, like, when parents get up and they're kicking toys out of the way because <laughs> they have to make their way to the kitchen. I don't want that in my life. Is it bad that my wife is worse than my kids? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, my wife is trying to tell my kid to clean up the room, right? I, said, I think I you're said, right. honey. Do you see what they see when they come into our room? They see things all. How can I tell my kid to put, now we're getting off topic. How can I tell my kid to put his clothes in the hamper when my wife's clothes are all over the bathroom and the bedroom? How's I'm so work? insane. I tell my wife, I go, do you know the reason I want the house to look awesome? It's because in my head, we're all going to get murdered one day, right? And the police are going to come in with a video camera to see uh, to see what how, how this death scene happened. Yeah. I want to make sure that when it finally makes an episode of Dateline, our house looks nice. Yeah, yeah. You know, when they figure out that I murdered the entire family, at least when they went room to room, all the rooms were organized and clean. They were an unorganized family that lived like <laughs> schlubs. <laughs> well, dude, when you see these guys kill their whole families, it's the first thing I look at. Yeah. When they go into their house and they interview the guy eventually and the guy pretends not to know how his family disappeared, they always, dude, the house is always a mess. Yeah, I'm like, that's not granite. No, come on, <laughs> man. Yeah. Come, at least get quartz in there. Look, we get back. We'll do a thing called You Think You Have a Bad. You think you've got it bad. Uh, Masks on kids. A six-year-old boy whose mom told him to keep his face mask on at school is going viral for following his mom's instructions a little too closely. Mason Peoples. A first grade student in Vegas wore his face mask for his school photo, which was shared on Facebook. Uh, The mom, who wrote that her son had the option to take it off, uh, said that he declined. Uh, He said, no, thank you. I listen to what my mom says. See, I think that's funny. That picture's funny. (laughs) Looks like he's going to rob a bank in the picture. (laughs) I'm so proud of him for sticking with his word, but I should have been more clear about the rules of the day. Uh, The mom wrote that on Facebook. While the photo of her son quickly went viral, uh, the boy is not the only student who chose to keep a mask on for a school photo. 
Uh, so I guess uh, the manager of the the, the 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 photography studio that takes the pictures uh, said we've taken hundreds and hundreds of students this fall wearing masks. It's just become kind of normal. Uh, okay, whatever. Uh, let's see here. The king of Saudi Arabia. Did you know there's a king that rules over Saudi Arabia? No, but it sounds like a great gig. His name is Salman bin Abdul Aziz. He's traveling to Indonesia this week along with 506 tons of cargo, an amount that roughly translates to about 240 elements or 300 cars. That includes two Mercedes-Benz, uh, two Mercedes-Benz limousines, and two electric elevators. The air freight company in charge of the haul needs 572 workers to effectively arrange transport. The king also is taking a massive entourage on the nine-day trip, around 1,500 people, It'll make up the journey, including 10 ministers, 25 princes, and at least 100 security personnel. The grandiose travel style is nothing new for Saudi royalty. In 2015, King Salman and the 1,000-person entourage angered a local mayor on the French Riviera after an attempt to build an elevator in the local beach sand without permission. That same year, when visiting Washington, D.C., the Royal Enclave bought out the entire 222-room Four Season Hotel in Georgetown, D.C. Bray, I'd be a great king, man, because I'd had fun with that. Dude, like, this I, is, um, I would make elephants fight. Like, I would be a great king, and I wouldn't beat, like, the peasants. They would just be cool. This is coming to America. Sure. Like, this is the exact thing. Like, when they say elevators, you know what they mean, right? They, they mean, like, the um, those things in airports where you don't have to walk. So, oh, this guy movers? was on vacation in the French Riviera, yeah. and they wanted to put it in the in the beach, oh, on gotcha. the sand. So he could just stand so and the people mover would move him over. And yeah. the mayor of the town's like, no. It's everything that I would do if I was a king. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. We don't want elephants walking up and down. I'd have parties in the <laughs> castles. It would be a fa- oh, it would be a great village. Uh, dangerously high levels of drugs have been found in the river running through the Glastonbury Festival site in the UK, researchers found that during the five-day musical festival, levels of molly and cocaine were so high that it was damaging the local wildlife. Now, music fans who skipped the festival's toilets in favor of peeing in the in the streams, I guess. Oh, right. That's why the drugs, they, it, people take them, they ingest them, then they pee them out into the streams and waterways, which then get into the fish population. So and it's, now, a, it's a real fountain of youth. And now the fish around the Glastonbury Festival are all high on Molly. All the fish are trying to touch each other. They're, they're asking for bottles of water. Uh, there you go. Some uh, Or those people. They, they have a bad. You, uh, not so much. So my wife is playing nice with the schools, with the kids wearing masks. So she orders, and I joked about this. I said, I'd like to put a mask together. It's just a piece of screen, right? Yep. As long as I have it over top of my face, I think I'm going to be just fine. So she orders a mesh mask, right? I'm talking like, remember the old T-shirts, like Wildwood 1988 mesh ones? Yeah. The, 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 like half the half shirt. shirt. Yeah. yeah, the guys would wear it back in the 80s where you could see right through them. Yeah. So my wife orders them, right? I was like, there's no way. I was like, send them with a backup mask. There's no way the school's going to allow this. You can look and see right through the mask. You yeah. can see his face like he's wearing absolutely nothing. Because I know but people last year started doing that at gyms. Where it, it ended up being just like a mesh mask. Yeah. But usually they're black, so you can't see right through yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and people at gyms were like, it's it's a lifesaver because I can finally breathe again while I'm on a treadmill. Yeah. But it's not doing anything to stop no. the spread of the disease. But either, I'm Zero. sorry, but either is the mask. I know. 
I told you, if you allow me to wear a scarf around my face like I'm a robber, yeah. right, and you think that's okay to walk into your store, then you're out of your mind. Like, I got to wear a mask this afternoon to an appointment, and I have anxiety about it already. Yeah. I have it's dread annoying. about having to wear a stupid mask. Uh, I, I don't want to put those days behind us. Yeah. All right. We did what you asked. We wore a mask and got vaccinated. People still get the stupid COVID. It's something that's just going to happen. All right. Your stupid masks and your stupid vaccine don't work. Get over it. She sends them to school with this mesh mask that does nothing to yeah. stop anything. Stop it. It does work. Nobody it does. It does. Nobody says a word. Yeah. I'm even at Dude, the Dude, because if you're a teacher, you're just like, I'm not even going to. No, he, he attempted. Yeah. He attempted to put the mask on. It's fine. So, They're already dealing with four and five-year-olds ripping the mask off anyway. So, like, it's like, whatever. It looks like he has a mask. I don't care. So are, yeah, are we trying to stop the spread of the disease? Dude, or do we just want our face covered up? Because it seems like, like when you're that's a all that it is. At a nightclub. Just show me something yep. that says you're over 21. Yep. Just give me just, an ID. I need to be on camera looking at something, all right? Give me anything. A blockbuster that's video what my, card. That's what my son did. He showed the teacher yeah. the, the worst <laughs> fake ID ever, and she's like, I have no time for this nonsense. Here, go right into the Dude, nightclub. On a normal day without masks, teachers have enough to deal with. Yeah. En- enough nonsense they got to deal with with these kids. Now we're going to ask them to police these stupid masks? Come on. Well, we're a parent-teacher's guy, uh, night, and she's, she's taking it off, and she's she, it's under yeah. her nose, and she's like, I just have to talk to you, and she just takes the mask off. But Dude, it. it's ridiculous. We went to lunch outside the other day. I had to wear a mask. I'm outside, by the way. This is all outside. Yeah. I had to walk up to the hostess booth. Which is outside with a mask on. She hands me the uh, menus and says, follow me. Now we go 10 feet away, still outside, sit down, have lunch. She goes, you can take your masks off now. We never went inside. We've been outside the entire time. Why am I even wearing a mask? This is the one time I I really didn't get it. We were in uh, Mexico a few weeks ago. And you had to wear a mask when you went inside like the restaurants. Again, until you get there, you sit down or whatever. We're outside at the pool. There's a bar with a restaurant all outside. <laughs> outside. I walk up to the stand. Outside, there's sand on the floor. I walk up yep. and I say, we just need a... She's like, you need a mask. I said, I'm going to that table right there. It's five feet away. Yeah. Had to walk back to my yep, chair, yep, yep, yep. get my mask, and I walked in five... It was so ridiculous. Dude, but- I told you. I wanted to take my son to Chicky and Pete's in South Philly. And we went and drove up to the front door. Yeah. We forgot. We didn't have any masks in the car. I then had to drive because Pennsylvania now has, you have to wear a mask inside. We had to drive back over the Walt Whitman and have lunch in Deptford, New Jersey because we didn't have masks. You know, I ordered, I ordered a, a veil that looks like the Iron Man <laughs> mask, and I'm going to wear that everywhere I go. It's so yeah. insane, and so, it's yeah, so stupid, dude, it's so crazy. He's got this mesh mask on, doing absolutely nothing. nothing. No one said a word, but you know what? He feels better, he can breathe just fine. All right. Um, Ugh, it's all dumb. Everybody, thank you for your calls today. Uh, phone calls are always welcome on the show. Glad when you're all part of it. Stay there, and we'll kick off that rock block. It's 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's rock station, ZXL Morning Show. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. When you're smiling I'm over Smiles with you, and when you're laughing, oh you're laughing, when the sun comes shining through, when you're crying, you bring on the rain. Stop your sign, won't you be happy again? When you're smiling, keep on smiling, and the world will smile.
Good morning. I agree. I'd like my two nuts on JoJo's mom's chin. He couldn't have done any better by somebody who's as weird as he is. Good morning. Yeah, we're rocking. Hey, thank you. You guys are the best. Don't forget to wear something sexy when you take them their breakfast. Hey, how you doing? Yo, keep me laughing, man. You guys are great. Ah, they're not racist. <laughs> Good morning. You guys are still there, huh? Hey, Jojo. You are the ultimate knucklehead. This is the radio. That's a DJ. No, I better. Like, if you're yeah. on it, I would listen to it. Thanks, yeah. man. Getting up in the morning doesn't suck anymore. Today's show was brought to you by the letters W, T, and F. JoJo and Scotty. End of discussion!